Welcome to the Woman Up Podcast, the home of inspiration, motivation, and tools that'll help you discover and embrace your power so that you can take your place as a female leader in this world. My name is Rosa Alejandra, and I am your host. Now, here is today's episode. Today, here at the Woman Up Podcast, we are talking about fear of failure, a very important topic. And to help us discuss this topic and be able to give you more perspectives than just mine, I have Miss Georgina Juarez from Temecula, California on the line, and I have Miss Leonor Hernandez from Fresno, California. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're going to get going and talk about this subject. We might have one more lady joining us, so we'll see how that goes. Miss Georgina, how are you doing? Can you please tell us what you do in... Um, and why did you decide to come on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here and um, share this important topic with everyone. I think all women um, and people in general have been afraid of failure at one point or another. Um, like Rosa said, my name is Georgina Juarez. I am a spiritual healing coach. And what I do is I help women heal their spirit. Um, there's a lot of times in our lives where we feel disconnected um, from our intuition and our purpose, and we kind of get lost in life, and we don't always know what the next step is. And so mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of here to help women um, discover their own magic and become really unapologetic about who they are and who they want to become. Beautiful. Thank you, Georgina. Ms. Leonor, would you please tell us what you do and why are you here? Yes. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Leonor. And what I do is I actually help people with their mortgage needs and also buying and selling uh, homes. We do everything in our office. And why I decided to come into this broadcast, I think one of the things that I love is helping people. And I think by us sharing what we had experienced with the fear of failure can help other women. And I think I'm excited to kind of share a little bit and also hear what uh, Georgina and Rosa has to has to share with us. I think uh, if we all share a little bit of our experience, can we can learn um, from all of us. So I'm kind of excited and nervous at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> don't be nervous. This is all girl. This is all girlfriend talk right here. And and just FYI, uh, whoever's listening. If you hear colorful um, language, that's very normal for this broadcast because that's totally my personality. So if you have children around, please put on your headset because this is adult conversation, dang it. So <laughs> all right, let's get into it. So what I'm going to do just to make sure that we're all kind of um, heard, right? So I'll go ahead and ask questions and then I kind of tell, you know, I'll call out on your name. Is, is that okay, ladies? That's Absolutely. Perfect. Beautiful. So who... Well, it's funny because I said I'm going to call out your name, but then I'm going to ask who here knows. What do you guys think <clears throat> uh, the fear of failure really stems from? What do, you, what do you think creates that? And I'm actually just going to open it to whoever wants to come first. Um, sure, I'll go first. I think um, when we have to step outside of our comfort zone and the unknown, it really creates a big insecurity 
within us, right? If we've grown up and we've been sheltered or somebody says, oh, you can't do that or, oh, that's not for you. I mean, being Latinas, you know, the things that um, and being women in general, the things that have been said that we can and can't do, right? Certain jobs are for us and not for us. And so I think there's a very big fear when we go outside of our comfort zone, outside of what people think is for us. And that fear is very real. I really love something you said. You said being a woman, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. We've been carrying generational curse for hundreds of years. And it's all really because we live in a, in a man's world, right? We live in a patriarchal world. So any woman that wants to stand up for herself, any woman that tries to achieve becomes a, a target because becomes feared, right? So she turns into a target, but we have to bring her down. And you know what the problem I have with this, and I know that's not the topic today, but I think it does relate, mm-hmm. is... I want the listeners and even my my cohort here to know like my ultimate goal in this on this earth for my life is to eradicate competition amongst women. Mm-hmm. I think we live in a world where we already have been beaten up enough and we already beat ourselves up enough. We really definitely don't need to be beating our sisters up or letting other sisters beat us up. So I just wanted to say that because that I mean that's just the basis of a lot of our issues as women, right? Just because we are women. Ms. Leonor, what do you think? What what are your thoughts? You know what I agree with both of you, especially with what Georgina said um about got, coming out of your comfort zone and not just our comfort zone, it's just our uh, way of thinking and the things that have imposed on us, like they said, yes, because we're women, a lot of times, even your own family bring you down instead of, you know, uh, help you, um, I guess you can say, achieve something new, especially when we get out of our comfort zone. And sometimes by by us feeling that fear and other people pushing us down, especially as a, a man, woman, it's kind of scary and also is really um, competitive against women. And that's kind of um, one of the things that I have uh, as a personal level had experience, especially when you work in an environment when there's multiple women, we're like, we're like competing, like Rose, like you said, Rosa, we're competing against each other instead of helping, helping each other. And that's kind of one of the right. things that we see every day. And this is one of the things that we need to share so we can, instead of compete kind of give each other's hand and if we need any help you know help instead of pushing us down i was i was having a conversation yesterday with um with somebody that i'm going to be partnering up you know we're going to collaborate she has her business i have mine we're just simply going to collaborate and i said you know something that i've noticed and i am going to put a few people on blast not by name but by trade you know a lot of these women empowerment coaches out there if you really pay attention to them, and I am sending a message to whoever's listening, if you're looking for empowerment, please pay attention to how they talk the talk and how they walk the walk. A lot of these female empowerment out there, they're really 
out there to get that attention from other females. But once they see another woman empowerment coach, they feel like there is a competition coming Mm -hmm. instead of collaborating. And that is precisely why I I want this podcast to be full of cohorts of other women coming together to teach women. Because, I mean, I can just sit here and say, this is my podcast and it's just my voice, but that's not what I'm trying to do. And that does not align with the ultimate goal, right? Mm -hmm. So I am so grateful and blessed that you guys were willing to come on here. And I will forever be grateful and blessed with whoever wants to come on here and share this. So please pay attention to who you kick it with because even your feel of or failure will come from your environment. And if you are being led by somebody that really doesn't understand what collaboration is, what empowerment is, well, that it will only instill more fear in you because you will become similar to that person. I don't know if this made sense, but it just, I just felt it right now. It just boiled in my tummy and I had to say it. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to agree with, with both of you coming, you know, coming full circle and really not only amongst us, but women in all fields. Um, yes. We not only, compete amongst ourselves, but we have been always put in competition with men. So that competitive spirit is always there, right? Like we have to show up and be there earlier than anybody else. We have to work harder than anybody else. We have to do all of these things just to get the same recognition as a man. And unfortunately, other women are in that same boat, right? So it creates a divide between us as we're working towards our goal. And the thing is that I've learned and, you know, this comes, you know, for, for myself with age and experience and, you know, finding your own path and walking your journey is there's enough room for everybody, right? That's, that's the thing. Like your voice and your spirit is uniquely yours. Lorena's and her voice and her spirit is uniquely yours. Like what I do and how I show up is uniquely mine. And once we start removing that, we can stand in our power and be chingonas and, and, you know, show up and not only help others while helping ourselves, we're just so much more powerful together. Yeah. And not only that, but, but, but for example, it's three of us here. Mm-hmm. The way I communicate might not land with somebody, but the way Leonor communicates might, light, might land with, with somebody. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had my, my studio, I brought a lot of people in from different businesses to do a, uh, a boutique night, right? And they were like, well, if there is another Mary Kay lady, I'm not coming because there is another Mary Kay lady. I'm like, why wouldn't you? Well, because it's competition. Why is it competition? Mm-hmm. She has her business and she communicates it the way she does. You communicate it the way it does. Do you know the huge favor you would be doing to the community if they could find somebody that they can actually, um, what's it called? When you when you see yourself in that other person, I cannot, I cannot find the word right now. Relate, mm-hmm. you know? They, you know, she might be having some customers that she's trying to convince and that customer might not relate to her, whether it's because of energy or maybe that person triggers her or whatever. But then suddenly she turns around and you're right there. Like you guys can actually synergize and make your businesses even better. Mm-hmm. Right. Because at the end, 
it's about the customer. The customer still needs a product. The customer still needs a service and a transformation. So what? Is that customer not going to have it just because you didn't want to be their person? And that could have been an opportunity. So, and the other thing is history, history teaches us that even going back to corporate America, you know, uh, the boardroom only had room for one woman. So that taught women to compete against each other for that one position, Mm -hmm. right? So definitely, I think it's time to start breaking down all of those barriers, breaking all those glass ceilings and breaking all of those chains. But first we have to take a good look at ourselves and where everything stems from. So do you guys, who who here wants to share, when did you feel, what's the most vivid memory you have of your fear of failure? If you guys, if you guys are willing to be vulnerable. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, Who wants to go first? You can go first, Georgina. Okay. You ready? <laughs> you know what? I'm okay. So, um, yeah, let's 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 be honest. So yes. my um, my journey and um, becoming a coach was um, was new when it was new. I'll just start there um, because I'm relatively new to this. I worked in corporate America for a very long time and I got to a point. My sister calls it a midlife crisis. Uh, I, I do not agree. That's what you know, and I really thought about that. And I was just like, man, am I having a crisis? And I was like, I don't think so. And what it felt like to me was a midlife awakening. And right. the scariest thing was betting on myself. Right. Yeah. And so when I turned, when I was turning 40, I decided to go canosa and embrace my grace. Mm-hmm. And, and embrace my curls and just start being more authentically me. I went through this whole phase of like, who am I doing this for? Like, why am I, you know, coloring my hair every other week? Why am I, you know, continuing a job that doesn't fulfill me? Just all of these things were coming up for me. And um, I remember finding a program and I wanted to go back to school and I wanted to get certified Um, to become a coach, you know, things had been coming up for me, I always knew I was meant to help people and serve um, women, it just always was something that I knew about myself. But making an investment on myself, I cried, I remember crying to, um, to my husband and saying, what if, what if I fail? What if I do what if I spend and invest all this money in getting certified and my business fails? Because, you know, you have to build it from the ground up. It was one of the scariest mm-hmm. things I've ever done because it was all me. My whole life had been about my children and taking care of my mom and, you know, being a partner and being, you know, a co-worker and being being all of these other things for all of these other people and it was mm-hmm. when it was time to be for me and bet on me it was one of the scariest things I have ever done and I was and I remember like sitting and crying day like it, it took me days to finally make a decision after speaking to so many people 
saying, you can do this, you can do this. I didn't believe in myself that I can, you know, that I was worthy of the investment that I could truly help other women in the way that I wanted to and, and really create something um, where I wasn't. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Oh my goodness. It is crazy because every woman goes through that and every woman, like it's, 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 it's such a contradiction because every woman knows she's powerful because she's there for everyone doing everything for everyone and being everything for everyone. But yet she loses her power when she tries to love herself and the people around her. And I'm not saying this happens to every single woman, but most of them, at least the ones that I've, I've come across, the people around her, the moment she decides to put some energy into herself, they call her selfish. They call, they, they, they think, she doesn't love them anymore because she's so she has trained them that she will be there no matter what so when she tries to pull back a little of that energy for herself they're like wait a minute you've been giving me all this this is not fair what is wrong with you you don't love me anymore you're being so selfish da, 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 da. and then that also creates so much self-doubt and puts us into this this fearful state it's just crazy. So what did you learn from that? So you invested in yourself? I did. I, um, I decided that I needed to, to stop holding myself back. And that was, mm -hmm. um, that was a huge turning point for me in the way that I saw myself in the way that I believed in myself in the way that, I, um, really saw my value right because the more I started studying mm -hmm. the more I would show up I was like man I'm really good at this and <laughs> I don't think women say that enough about themselves you know Agreed. I agree I don't think <laughs> I don't think women say you know what I did a fucking badass thing today good for me right oh yeah, yeah. I you know I I I sold a house today or I did this loan or I sold out my program or I started my po podcast. I'm so kick ass, mm -hmm. right? We're usually scared. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, a level of fear or you don't want to shine too bright. You don't want to, you know, toot your horn too loud because of what somebody else is going to say. And that was, that was a pivotal point for me when I finally valued myself enough to it only my money but my time and my energy and what I was trading my life for right like the exchange um that really fueled me and so um here we are and yeah I, I remember I mean you know talking about being vulnerable and that's another thing about being the fear of failure is that you have to be vulnerable hard yes. for for women in general because I you know I speak to so many women and one of the biggest things that we do is I got this oh can I help you with that no 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 I got it oh do you need help no 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 I got it and so we take it on and we take it on and we take it on and we take it on but when you go outside of your comfort zone all of that drops and you're vulnerable and you don't got it and you don't know in that moment until you cross that line until you, yes, until yes. you step forward 
And so I think that's one of the biggest fears is the vulnerability of, of it. Beautiful. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing. Ms. Leonor, do you, do you have, do you have a, a story behind yeah, fear of failure? Yeah, we all do. You know, I have multiple ones, but I'm going to share one of them that, you know, it, 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 that I would like to share. And that, and, and it started, um, you know, with work. I was used to be, you know, always there for everybody, helping everybody. Because I was, te they teach me to help if we were able to help, you know. So there's times that I will put my work to the side to help others when I was working at the office full time. Uh, and until, um, you know, I decided to start things on my own, meaning, you know, separate myself from the office and start doing my own thing. And it took me months because it was hard. It was for me, I was just helping everybody, you know, so I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to do it by myself because everybody would be like, no, how are you going to do that? You know, I mean, you're not going to be making money for the first couple of months, you know, so the uh, the fear of um of failing of not able to do it my, my, on my own because I was always there for everybody else so every time they would come to me to offer any help if I need any help you know I was the same thing as Regina you know I got this you know I got it it's okay you know but I'm there for everybody else so when I decided to do my own thing I was um I was afraid to to not able to do do my own thing and also afraid of not able to make money until I decided, you know what, if it's, it's okay to fail. Because one time, uh, I believe it was the, one of the customers had come to me and say, you know, we were kind of, you know, having a conversation and one of them had uh, mentioned. Uh-oh, Leonor? Leonor? Hello? Leonor? Oh, come back. Okay, you're back. <laughs> <Sorry>. so, <laughs> And you said, you said your customer mentioned yes, what? One of the customer had mentioned and shared with me uh, that, you know, if you don't fail, you're never going to learn what, how capable you can be or what you can do. You know, he goes, every time I come to the office, there's a light that shines through you by you helping everybody, you know, in their sense that we're so afraid to, to let that shine um, come out of us because we're too afraid of other people to come against us instead of helping us. You know, and that's one of the things that I was fighting against. I didn't want to show what I can bring to the table by myself because I was afraid of what other people were going to say, you know, what other people were going to think of me <laughs> until one day, you know, mm -hmm. this guy, this customer goes, no, you, you need to let the shine, you know, let the shine, um, um, shine other people because you help other people by you shining light to me. You know, like I come to you because you have that shine. And goes, I don't have that with anybody else. Because nobody gives me that um, the comfort, the, um, the trust to come to anybody else in the office but you. He goes, so you can bring that to many other customers if you come out of your comfort zone, you know? So that's one of the things that, that kind of pushed me. But at the same time, I was afraid. I was, you know, I cried for, for, for weeks until I decided and talked to my boss. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start everything, you know on my own now and and it was kind of scary it was scary to to fail and also scared to come out of my comfort zone because I was used to just be there you know be to this with the same um with the same environment the same environment same same clients so I was afraid to to actually face what I can can bring to the table 
and it was kind of you know like like um georgina had mentioned he goes it's, it's i think it was um it was a fear of failing not able to to make it and not to you know to lose or because in every everything that we do we invest either time money or even you know your emotions too you know we, energy like, we invest exactly in so many ways that is kind of scary to lose one of our investments either if it's time or if it's money so mm-hmm. man uh, it was pretty scary <laughs> it was very scary but you know what with, like uh, Georgina and Rosa, you know we're kicking ass so that's that's what counts <laughs> <laughs> but you know I have to say this and and I, and I think this is an unfair topic for me because since I was little I never really related to failure now I can relate to the fear of success mm-hmm. but I, I you're a failure. So mine is a little bit different. However, from a perspective of somebody that does not have the fear of failure, I can tell you this. And I know this is go- this is going to sound like I'm pointing fingers. I'm not. If you want to catch it, if you want to catch the hat, put it on, and hopefully it'll make it'll make a shift in your life. But to me, when I see somebody that's very afraid of moving, very afraid of failure, those are the ones that I actually call selfish. Because, like Leonor said you could be that lighthouse that serves so many people, but because you are so afraid, you're not serving. So to me, in my personal eyes, that makes you selfish. So let it go, embrace who you are because you're here for a reason and start serving people, start loving on people and also learn to accept as well because that lighthouse cannot operate unless it has energy in it, unless it has electricity running through it, unless there is a light shining, right? So if you as a listener can can take this and own it, own it. You need to stop being selfish and you need to start making that lighthouse shine because there is people out there that want you and need you. They don't want me. They don't want Georgina. They don't want Leonor. They want you. So start thinking about it that way. Also, if God forbid you did fail, the worst thing that could happen, just like, just like when a kid falls, he can't go past the ground. That's as far as he's going to go. And, why, and you have options. You can get up and start walking again, or you can stay on the ground. But that's as far as you're, as you're, as you're going to go. So my message behind that is you can always go back to what you were used to doing, or you can try again. And, you know, actually look at your what you decide to call failure. Look at it, analyze it, get what serves you, and pivot and keep moving. So that's, you know, that's my take on that. I love I love your vulnerability. I really thank you for that. So I want to know, did you guys actually fail? And in, in, when you did, what was the worst thing that happened? Well, in my experience, it was, you know, waste of time. I will see it like waste of time, but actually now I see it as an experience, as a learning experience from it. So yes. in a way, you know, if we don't fail, we don't learn from it. So as, as, uh, as women, mm-hmm. especially if we're competing against everybody, against, you know, your own self and everybody around you. So if we don't learn from it, we're not going to grow. And I think that's one of the things that I want to share with you guys is if we don't fail, we don't grow. That's just how I saw it on my personal level. I hope it will help somebody that is listening because if we don't learn, we're not going to grow. I, I 100% agree. What about you, Miss Georgina? Have you failed? And what was the worst that yeah, happened? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think along the lines is um, if you don't fail, you don't learn, right? And so I think a lot of people um, take for granted 
the beautiful lessons that can come from failure. And, you know, people say, oh, um, I made a mistake. I was like, well, if you learn from it, isn't it a lesson? Right. Right. So the way that you can shift the way um, you tackle things in your life from like failure to freedom, that the things that you believe will hold you back and that you will fail at actually in my experience as I've continued to step outside of my comfort zone has taken me to a a next level of freedom for myself, conquering things that I didn't realize that I was capable of, you know, being, being more comfortable, Mm -hmm. being more confident and just really um, continuing to push myself. Love it. I absolutely love it. And, and, and let's be real. We are human. We have emotions. Specifically, we are women. So we have even more stronger emotions. So the loss, because failure at the end of the day is loss, right? That, it, that's how we relate to it. And loss, we were never taught how to deal with loss in our lives right? I mean, we think of death and we're afraid. We see our loved ones die and we suffer and we, you know, so we really not, not programmed to deal with loss very, very well. And that's how we, um, we connect failure. But I'm not saying if you do fail, get up and go and keep running, take your time to mourn, but also be aware enough. And the reason why I'm saying this is because even though I don't have the fear, the fear of failure, I have failed. I have failed and, and it all depends on what you consider failure, right? I, um, I'm com- being completely vulnerable here. I failed to put my son's papers into his uh, residency early enough. And he turned 18 and the United States decided to not give him his papers. And we have been separated ever since. He left when he was 18. He's 26 now. So not only did I fail to put his papers in, but it costed me my son it cost me his respect and his love right now he doesn't talk to me and when he talks to me it's not a nice thing and and i live with that every single day right and it's and it took me so long to get over it not only because of that but because the moment i lost him i gave up on my business and then i gave up on my health and i became ill i actually developed hashimoto's disease from this very stressful situation so I look at it as a big failure, but more than anything, as a huge loss and recuperating yourself from loss, depending on how you attach yourself to the situation, it can be very hard. So please pay attention to your environment, pay attention to who, who, you know, who's around you um, as far as are they, are they building you up or are they dragging you down, you know, um, Pay attention to what you consume. Pay attention to what you listen to. Hopefully, you're listening to stuff like this, you know, more often than than just watching drama stuff on TV. Yes, I'm being a mother and I'm telling you what to do. Uh, because, because it matters. It matters, especially when you're trying to come up. And like Georgina and Leonor said, not only when you fail, not only do you learn, but you grow so much in and, and I agree with you 100%, Georgina, 1,000%. You're not doing a midlife crisis. You're actually discovering Georgina 2.0. And I pray to God that everybody goes through that, you know, through what other people call midlife crisis, because we, we, we do what we think we're capable of. 
but God knows we're capable of so much more. So he's going to put us through trials and tribulations to develop that so that we're worthy of doing that work. And that's how I personally see it. And now that I'm coming on the other side, even though I still haven't recuperated my son, even though I'm not going back to my dance fitness instruction because my body will not allow it, I became an author. I became a speaker. I became a healer. I have a podcast. I'm meeting so many women. Like, do you understand the power that lies behind your pain? It's fucking yeah. crazy. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And I don't want to cut you off, but I just wanted to say that um, the failure, it's ugly. Like it was ugly for me. And I don't, you know, all this, you know, beautiful thing, like, oh, you can come out of it and it could be so much. There is ugly parts of it. There is ugly crying. There's ugly sadness. There's ugly depression in the sense of how we feel about ourselves, how we beat ourselves up the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we show up or don't or don't show up or even give up sometimes because, you know, we're we're not mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually in a place where we can deal with the failure. And it's okay. And nobody, you know, I don't think enough people talk about that time. Like all the great stuff that comes out of it once you're able to navigate your emotions and navigate the lessons that it has taught you and coming out of the other side. Like you said, creating a podcast, being an author, that stuff is amazing. But there is ugly, like there's Mm -hmm. ugliness that happens there. And all of that is valid. And all of that is important. And Mm -hmm. women... I think especially need to know that you don't just have to get up and keep going. You can sit there and try to figure out the vulnerabilities. Like, why is this hurting so much? What is coming up for me? Like why, you know, what, what lesson is there? And sometimes it's, I need to be sad for a week because it's just so hard Mm -hmm. and all of that is okay. We don't always, you know, we were talking about being these strong, badass women. Yes. But it's also okay not to be strong. It's okay to be in bed watching Netflix for three days because you tried something and nobody showed up. And it does. But listen, I, and, and, and I, I agree with that, but let me tell you, even the strongest person out there needs recovery days. Right. A, bo- a boxer after 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 a good match and after him be- becoming the world champion, he still needs recovery dates and he needs people to take care of him, give him massages, give him his protein or whatever. Like so, no, it when you're down, it doesn't mean you're being weak. It means you're just recalibrating, you're refueling, you're, re- you know, you you are still strong. And that's something that was very difficult for me. And I didn't realize it until people were throwing it back in my face. I'll be like, you know, when my son left, when I lost my business, when I lost myself completely in my health, I'll be like, you know, I used to be this badass woman. I used to be. And they're like, why do you keep saying you used to be? You still are. But I was so attached. I was so attached to my identities. I, be, I was a mother. I was a business owner. And I, was, uh, and I was healthy and strong. And I was kicking ass. You know, even though I was always a plus size woman, could nobody dance around me in circles. I mean, I would always outdance everybody, right? And um, so there was this identity that I had attached myself to. And I think that's one of the things that will cause us to, to be afraid of failure. You're, you're afraid of losing what you know of yourself. But what if you got curious enough? to see what more there is about yourself. 
how much more powerful you actually are. You know, what if that would help you? So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm like, I just, that kind of, that kind of triggered a little bit because it's like, they're still strong. They're still strong. Even when they're down, you know, it's so important that you know that you're still strong. Even when you're down, you're just refueling. <laughs> no, okay, I'll no, no that's, but that's exactly, that's exactly it. You know, we as women want to keep going and I got this and I, it's okay if you don't got this and you need to step back and you yep. need to rest and you need to release and you need to cry or you, whatever it is that you need to do that's just as valid and more important sometimes to sit and reflect yes. and to keep going and keep going and keep going. You know, sometimes we need that rest. And, and I don't believe that we tell ourselves that it's okay to do that enough. I completely agree. And the only thing Mama Rosa is going to say right now is while you're doing that, while you're in recovery, make sure you don't self-destruct. Make sure you don't have this negative dialect against yourself. Make sure that you do your best to look at things for what they are and don't make them worse than they are. Because boy, we women have this ability of making shit up in our heads that haven't even happened. <laughs> and, to, and to berate ourselves, it's like, don't yeah. do that. Mama Rosa said that. <laughs> you know, not that, not that you said about um, our identity, you know, like before, because I remember you, Rosa, uh, when you uh, were the dancer, when you had the studio here in Fresno. I go, we still see you're like the dancer. It's not yes. like we lose our identity. We just lose our different title. I mean, we just uh, change titles. We don't lose it because right. we still see you as Rosa the right. dancer. Did you remember Rosa? And that's how they remember you. <laughs> yes, I remember her. Yeah. So we don't lose our old title. But, but, our title. You know what I mean? But some, but some, but something that hardly nobody knows, Leonor, is that I actually became an enemy of that title. When people would be like, "Oh, Rosa, are you gonna dance again?" Okay. I would be so angry. And but that's that's yeah. because I was still mourning her, right? So that's what happens when you don't have the awareness. You start. That's why I'm I'm telling the listeners this now. Don't wallow in it in a negative way because I did. I didn't know that was my first time losing everything. I lost everything, right? And because I gave up on my business and I gave up on my health, I even lost my home, my car, my furniture. All I owned was my little my little baby jerky. That's it. So I was like, I did not know how to come out of it. And then because I was, I became ill and I started having so much physical chronic pain, every time I would see anybody's like, Oh my God, Rosa, I heard about you. When are you going to dance? Mm. It was kind of like, you just cussed me out and you called me a bitch. And I would start like salivating out the mouth or foaming out the mouth and wanting to bite you because it's like, I'm not a dancer anymore. And it was just so strong within me. And that's actually what made me move to Chicago because I was becoming this person that I was actually attacking I felt I felt so defensive against the people that loved me because of who I became, because of the brand I created, right? And I couldn't handle that loss. I couldn't handle the loss of those identities. So it was definitely, like I said, you know, when I say failure, and like Georgina said, it gets ugly. It gets really, really ugly. But the difference is I didn't have anybody to build me up. I had I did it all on my own. So it's it's definitely important to find that try that connection of women that are really wanting to see you thrive again and that have the that can create that space and give you that patient and that nurturing that you need at the moment i am hearing something Sorry, in the background i don't know who it is <laughs> so 
Oh, no, it's okay. So, okay, I'm not going to keep this any, I'm not going to make it that much longer. The only thing I'm going to ask you, ladies, um, what is the one, if you could give our audience words of wisdom, what would those be to help them shift their week? Let's just start with the week one day at a time, right? What would you leave them with tonight? Go ahead, Leonor. For my experience, I think don't take it as a failure. It's like take it as a lesson. And as we learn, as uh, we take it as a lesson, we grow. So I think that's one of the main uh, main um, message that I want to uh, want to help uh, our listeners with is let's try to learn from our failures so we can grow because that's our purpose here. You know, to help us grow. It's oh. I think I lost you again. So yes, what did I let you're back. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you were just saying that that, that that's what we need to do. To, that yeah, we to need to learn grow, from our failures to, to help us grow. Lesson, not a, not a uh, you know not a failure, because I think most of the time we we take it as beautiful. Well, you know, I messed up, and we kind of just stay in bed for weeks. You know, just take it as a learn uh, as a learning lesson, and let's get up and keep moving. I think that's the main the main goal for everybody, you know, to get up and keep moving, even if it's little steps, but let's keep moving instead of staying in bed. I love it. Thank you so much. Ms. Georgina. Um, I just really want women to know that they're so much stronger than they think they are. And that being able to take a chance on yourself to invest in yourself, to be your, to be your advocate in life. You're never, you're never going to lose because when you practice self-love, when you practice healing, you know, all the parts of you that have held you back, you're just so amazing. And there's just nothing that we can't overcome when we start believing in our greatness. And I really, really want women to feel that they are worthy of living the life that they want, making the money that they want, realizing their dreams, and know that their value is infinite. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for that. And my last words for you guys, all of you, all of our listeners is if you want to address your failure, don't because you are going to drive yourself insane. You need to address self-trust. You need to learn a little bit more about yourself. You need to understand why you feel like you cannot accomplish something. So basically, you need to get curious about yourself. Because once you can accomplish self-trust, trust me, failure ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to face you at all because you won't think about it that way at all. And in the meantime, if while you're doing that, just if you can write this somewhere where you can see it every day, failure is simply the fuel that ignites your inner fire. So failure is fuel for fire. That's all it is. So it should give you more oomph to keep going, but definitely address self-trust. Address that inner girl that is shaking, you know, crawled up, crouched up in a corner. Talk to her, 
find out what she needs, find out what she's truly fearing. Because at the end of the day, fear of failure is just coming from fear. But fear really, really, what's the what's the basis of that? So that is my personal recommendation. If you ladies don't have anything else, we are going to close this, this podcast. So do you guys no, have anything else? I just wanted else? to say thank you. Um, I had such a good time getting to spend um, the last <laughs> you know, hour with you ladies and being able to meet Leonor and Rosa, you know, I, I love your energy and I love your spirit. And um, I just, <laughs> Thank you. I think the more women that have these conversations, just the stronger we are together. So thank you for having me. Amen. Yeah, I want to say thank you to Rosa and Georgina. Nice to meet you. And what? like you said, I think as we unite together, as women, we can help each other, and I think we can, we can make our our girls or women, you know, chingonas like Rosa said. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so thank you, Rosa, for allowing <laughs> us to be here. No, I really appreciate your time and the energy that you you brought to this podcast. And I pray to God that everybody that's listening has gotten great value from it, and that can actually put some some things into practice. This is for you from people that have been through it. So everybody have a beautiful night and we will see you next Wednesday. Well, that's a wrap. Please do not forget to subscribe and definitely share our podcast with all the women in your life you want to empower and see them win. Once again, thank you for listening to the Woman Up Podcast. Goodbye.